1: it's real simple you know if you take a person's legs away they can't run Bear down, baby. Yeah, sir. bears fans this is take the north
3: with your hosts david haw and dan Weiderer. we're gonna take the north and never give it back welcome into the take the north podcast i am adam stazinski producer for the take the north podcast i'm alongside dan Weederer. Who covers the Bears for the Chicago Tribune? He is at Soldier Field. David Haw, our our other normal host, is a little tied up post game today, so David and me are going to take care of this one as the Bears beat the Raiders at home, thirty to twelve, and broke quite a long home losing streak. They're going to have a victory Monday for the first time in over a year. Obviously, yeah. they won on Thursday, in the last in the last year a couple times, but but that's a. Uh, Besides the point for the time being, as as Dan, we said on Friday on our pregame podcast that the only outcome the three of us would be shocked by would be a Bears blowout victory. And they came out today and completely dominated a a Raiders team that I came away, quite frankly, thinking, how the heck has this team won three games? Although I know they're without their starting quarterback.
1: Well, and and what it also makes you ask, Studs, is how have the Bears lost five games? Right, Because when you look at the mediocrity across the NFL and you look at some of the opponents that the Bears have lost to, most notably the losses to the Broncos and the Vikings, you say, man, like this team should be taking the step to not only compete with these teams, but to beat them on a regular basis. Very, very encouraged to see how complete this victory was today at Soldier Field. You did it in all three three phases you did it in dominant fashion you did it again with a strong start and you did it again with a finishing touch and so uh very similar to the win in washington where you just really had control of the game and played it on your terms the entire afternoon it gives you a lot to believe in uh we'll get into our three word reviews later in the podcast walking out of the box and toward the locker room afterwards that was different right and it was different because as you said the bears hadn't won at home since september 25th 2022 with that kind of oh-so-unsatisfying win over the Houston Texans. (laughs) And here we are now. A 10-game home losing streak is gone. It's by the wayside. Uh, You get a victory with your undrafted rookie making a spot start for Justin Fields, you get a victory with an offensive line that was reshuffled yet again, playing very well up front, paving the way for a 173-yard rushing day and only allowing one sack. You get a victory where the defense gets a very unfamiliar three takeaways, including two in a 90-second span of game action by Jalen Johnson. Uh, just really, really thorough and impressive, and there's a lot for us to break down. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I, – think you'd probably agree with this that the key here, and it's going to be really, really difficult, uh, we will be trying to process this win for what it was, and not getting out over our skis uh, as a city, as a, a media core, <laughs> as a group, in trying to, to draw grand conclusions or comparisons based on anything we saw today. But in the in the micro and the like, where we are today, staring at this victory, wow, it felt good.
3: Right. Yeah. And, you know, I can already tell uh, that the, the Bears victory Monday phone calls on 670 to score in Chicago are are probably going to be special tomorrow when it comes to one Tyson Bajan. But we'll address that. <laughs> we'll address that as it comes as as you're listening on your know, on your Odyssey app or if you're watching this on the 670 to score YouTube page. Just again, we're here talking about the Bears 30 to 12 victory over the Raiders. So I, I, I guess, Dan, uh, Let's go ahead and dive into the to the quarterback stuff. I want to know what you thought about Tyson Bajan, who I thought was impressive for somebody who a year ago was playing Division II football at Shepard University. This is his first NFL start, and the numbers weren't crazy. He went right. 21 for 29, 162 yards, had his first NFL touchdown pass on a, a nice little check down to Deontay. Foreman, who had three touchdowns today, he might be having a game ball coming his way later in this podcast. But anyway, I want to know what you thought about Tyson Bajan, who I I think played really composed and most importantly, didn't have a catastrophic mistake, which he had two of a week ago.
1: Right. Well, look, like composure is a strength and game management is a skill. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think you're right to, to point that out. Look, like when when you get your first drive after halftime and you go 88 yards and 15 plays and you milk eight minutes and 16 seconds off the clock. Great drive. And then that- that touchdown gives you a 21 to three lead. Well, now all of a sudden the game is just entirely in your control. Mm -hmm. And so that's when you look at the numbers and you go, okay, you only threw for 162 yards. Well, you don't need to throw for more than that. When you've got a two score lead or more for the final two and a half quarters of a football game. And that comes from playing complimentary football. It comes from when the defense gives you a takeaway in plus territory, you go and capitalize on that. Bears did that today. Tremaine Edmonds Mm -hmm. gets the interception. The Bears immediately convert that into a touchdown. Uh, And Tyson did what he had to do. He didn't feel the pressure of trying to do too much. He didn't try to play outside of himself. He made passes that were there. Uh, We'll get into this in much more detail uh, on Monday when we get into our QB one segment. But there were certainly a handful of of plays that I starred in my notebook where you you know I'm looking at it on that opening drive, or actually a drive in the second quarter where you you just have some of these plays where there's a shot to Darnell Mooney for 11, mm-hmm. really, really decisive and quick anticipatory throw. There's a play at some point in the game where. It was a little check down for four yards. I'm going to have to find the, the remind me this tomorrow to find okay. the, the receiver and, and the, the time of the game. But it was a, a play where pressure came really quickly at Tyson Bajan on first down. And it's a play where too frequently Justin Fields takes a sack and it's like a five or a six yard loss and you're behind mm-hmm. the sticks. And Tyson found a four yard completion and lived. Are you, I think,
3: I think you're talking about the play where he found Kari Blassingame in the flat. Right? Yeah, that might be it. His, right. His left, yeah. His left side. Yeah, that was really yep. impressive.
1: Yeah, and, and and there were a handful of those moments where you say, okay, look, like we talked about this coming into this game. Tyson Bajan is never going to have the comic book athleticism and explosion of Justin Fields as a runner. He's never going to uh, consistently hit some of these YouTube worthy uh, long balls that Justin is so good at throwing, but what his strengths are, are, are understanding, um, the game management part of it, how to play right. chess, how, how to keep an opposing defense off balance. The bears had a, a really strong focus this week on limiting Max Crosby. Crosby got home one time, but he only got home one time. And so right. again, like when you're able to do things on your terms, it changes everything. I'm not getting, again, uh, from the <laughs> outset, we're not going to, to, to jump in here and and, and draw over the top conclusions about you got to make the switch. Now this big <laughs> guy's got to, come in and lead them they can make a wild card push with this guy no like let's just see this performance for what it was and what it was was an undrafted rookie out of shepherd playing within himself and then adam probably the coolest part of the day was just having the 11 minutes with with tyson bajin in his post game press conference and just feeling that dude's like calm vibe like he's just an easy guy to like and root for because he's just so grounded in what his story is and what he has to do to further it I,
3: I, I, absolutely agree. And yeah, we're not going to get ahead of our skis here as far. And, you know, Matt, and we should say Matt Eberflus said pretty declaratively in his postgame presser that Justin Fields is the starting quarterback at this team. And, you know, look, like yeah, as said, soon as that thumb is healed. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think that you and me, and I think we can speak for David on this one. That's the right decision for right now. You know, we, we'll see what happens, but, but, D- Tyson Bajan didn't do anything in this game to win the starting quarterback job. I I don't think anyway. So uh, I I will just continue to along this this conversation though. Like, there's definitely something to be said about how decisive he is and how confident he is. You know, I watching this post game presser, you can feel it. He he yeah. wasn't surprised that he played well, and I don't think his teammate his teammates were
1: surprised at, either. No, and and like. It, that the, I'm telling you, like you hear it throughout the locker room, and again, like everybody is going to try to read subtext into the, you know, like, oh, are you saying this about Justin? H? No, we're just talking about Tyson Bajan here. And when you hear teammates just talk about how infectious that calm is, how how infectious that composure is, it rubs off. I also think this coaching staff did a great job. Of getting the entire team to understand, look, guys, like we've got an undrafted rookie trying to start a first NFL game, uh, you know, mm-hmm. for a charter franchise on a pretty big stage, no matter who the opponent is, we've got to support him well. Well, how do you support a young quarterback? You give him a, a ground and pound running game that's super reliable. We can have a long discussion about Deontay Foreman and what that dude has meant to this football team the last two weeks. You give him a defense that plays really well. This defense, you know, even you go back to the commanders game when they really started to get rolling here, they're mm-hmm. playing superb football right now the the the, uh, the the raiders walk out of soldier field today uh, with 39 rush yards for the day. They were one for nine on third down. The Bears didn't give up a touchdown till garbage time with a minute and 10 left when Aiden O'Connell hit Jacoby Myers. This defense has been locked in now, you know, for a span of three weeks. And you're like, okay, like there is something here uh, to, to complimentary football. Uh, and and so that was cool to see as well. And I, I don't know uh, how you w- were processing the Deontay Foreman certainly fantasy football owners who started the Ante formant today benefited from a three touchdown game and 120 yards from scrimmage.
4: Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business.
3: Uh, Yeah. So it's funny you bring that up. So uh, we'll go ahead and talk about Deontay Foreman a little bit. And then I do want to talk about the defense, but I, I did in one of my five fantasy leagues have a flex spot that I needed some, I needed a spot start from somebody. And I said, you know what? Deontay Foreman is right there on my bench. I slotted him in there and 28 points later, I'm feeling pretty good about that decision. So yeah, he was, he was great today. And I know that last week, you know, I thought that he played well last week, but he was, Critical of himself and saying that he missed an opportunity to have some bigger gains by, you know, maybe putting his foot in the ground in in one place or another and popping a five yard gain for 15 or more. So he was very impressive. And it shows that, hey, this is why they brought this guy in here He's a veteran running back who had a lot of success last year after the Panthers traded Christian McCaffrey. And heck, he had success a couple of years ago in Tennessee as well. So he's a he's a running back they can get it done for you when given the chance and when given the, the opportunity. And he he was breaking tackles. He he did have the one drop pass on the on the, yeah. on the first drive the first of the drive, game. Yeah,
1: Bad start, <laughs> yeah, that
3: yeah. start of the day. Yeah, and you know, but he's he's not known to be a receiving running back as, as per se. But he, you know he came back later in the game and had the receiving touchdown. And, you know, I do, I do want to say, like, I give him a lot of credit for breaking all the tackles he did, but this Raiders defense, woof, man. They are bad at well, tackling, you know, <laughs> and you know, it, look, look. Broken tackles. You give guys credit for that. It just, I, I want to also say that there were a lot of missed tackles in this one.
1: No, and it, and you know, that's part of today's story. And and if we had two hours, we could spend more time on it. But the Raiders are 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 the definition of mediocre. It's why I well, changed my prediction on Thursday during the podcast. I, you know, because I just, I was, you just, you looked at him, you're like, they don't do anything that well. And if the bears could again, limit Max Crosby, if they could limit Devontae Adams, they were going to have a chance to win this football game. There's a couple of things that really impressed me about Deontay Foreman. Number one, the mindset to be inactive from weeks two through five, to be an afterthought for the coaches on what you could contribute to this team until the attrition came into your position group and still be preparing all the time as if, okay, when my Opportunity comes, I have to, in Deontay Foreman's words, dominate. He's done this. You know, we've talked about his history in Tennessee when Derrick Henry got hurt, his history in Carolina when Christian McCaffrey was traded. The dude has this really cool patience about him, uh, this really cool humility about him to prepare himself all the time so when the opportunity comes, he's ready for it. Tough runner. Like one of the the, the coolest compliments to come out of the, the Bears' jubilant locker room here at Soldier Field, which I haven't said in a very long time. Uh, was Jalen Johnson just being like, look, like, we know who that dude is. He was almost a 1,000-yard rusher a year ago in Carolina, and we know he can dominate NFL football games. And you felt how much he enlivened the offense, which then enlivened the defense. And that's when we start talking about playing complementary football with all of those parts feeding off one another. Deontay Foreman was a huge, huge part of this afternoon.
3: Uh, yeah, yeah, he really was. And, and it seems like it's been so long. I mean, you know, the, the Washington game, they, there was – some of it but it seems like it's been so long since we sat here and talked post game about a Bears team that played complimentary football. They Great. got turnovers, they scored touchdowns. They ran the ball. They and and they controlled the clock for almost the entire game. It was in it was I like really, 35
1: minutes right at the end. Right.
3: Yeah, and so in in 3406. So, and, yeah, I mean that's that's dominant clock control and it's it was a really good game plan I think by Matty Refluse and Luke Getzey to say hey we don't think that the raiders can as we start to get into the defense here like i don't we don't think that the raiders are going to be able to score a ton on us if we play up to our capacity or up up to our capabilities on defense we can control the clock we can move the ball on this team and there we are walking out of the walking out of soldier field with a 30 to 12 win
1: right and and look like the other the thing that that you know, we talked about Tyson Bajan. We talked about Deontay Foreman. They connect for the five-yard touchdown pass to complete that 88-yard touchdown drive. Mm-hmm. And it's a little snag concept to the right. And you've got Cole Comet running around. And you've got Darnell Mooney on a corner. And then you've got your check down, the little floating back out of the backfield. And Deontay Foreman there. And, and Bajan said, look, I, I might have had Mooney. On the corner, and I, I, mm-hmm. I might have been able to rip that, but all week long, the emphasis from the coaching staff was get rid of the ball, get rid of it, get rid of it, get rid of it quick. He saw Deontay Foreman to the, to the right with space. He knew the kind of day Deontay Foreman had already started to have and said, why make this more difficult on myself? Let's just rip it over here. This guy's going to make somebody miss or break a tackle and push this ball in the end zone sometimes it's the simplest stuff that changes football games right and I think that's one thing that Tyson Bajant deserves a lot of credit for is just that that quick and decisive nature of like look like this is here for me now just Mm -hmm. fire it over there let's get a touchdown and so kudos to both those guys for combining like if we were gonna gonna sit here you know even 385 days ago and say the next time the Bears win a football game it'll be Tyson Bajant throwing a touchdown (laughs) pass to Deontay Foreman right like holy cow what, what what a what a turn of events this was today
3: oh my yeah yeah you you, in a million years you never could have predicted (laughs) that that sentence that's for sure so let's dive into the defense a little bit here before we give out some game balls dandy we we hinted at it a couple times a dominant performance on defense you're facing the backup quarterback brian hoyer is he's a backup quarterback for a reason you saw him him struggle a little bit but I felt I felt like I should say the the secondary especially played really well. You had Jalen Johnson with his first pick six, his first interception since his rookie year. He came out with another one the next drive. He's doing the the money sign after the, after the pick six saying, hey Ryan Poles, here's your turnovers that you wanted. So that's I know that's something that you and David will probably talk about as we get into the week for sure. Uh, but but the defense was dominant today. And look, hey when if you're a defense that feels like you're as good as the Bears defense feels like they can be, this is what you do when you have a team that is playing a backup quarterback.
1: Well, you know, we talked about it that that as the secondary started to get a little more whole, it gives you stability. And that, that position group has been strong, you know, and I think mm. like you don't see it necessarily in the sheet; It doesn't always pop out on the, the, the television screen, but Kyler Gordon's presence is a thing. You know, it's a real mm. thing for this defense and it provides a level of stability there. I was a little worried on the first drive that Devontae Adams was going to get loose. They had... Tyreek Stevenson playing against him. And and when you've got Devontae Adams going against the rookie, I mean, Devontae Adams is one of the nastiest route runners I've ever watched. On that first drive today, I was like, my God, like I forgot how much I miss watching this dude run routes because we didn't get to see him last year because he was in Las Vegas. It was the first (laughs) time in forever, right? Like that he wasn't running around twice a year against the Bears. And you see some of those breaks and those releases and you go, this is going to be a nightmare for the Bears to try to handle all day. Well, they did a great job after that opening drive of of holding him down. Adams finished the day with 57 yards yards on on seven catches. I think four of those catches came on that opening drive. And so yeah, y- collectively, y- you know, y- you got your arms around them and you were able to, to, to manage that. You stopped the run. Josh Jacobs, 11 uh, attempts for 35 yards. The Raiders haven't been able to get anything going on, on the ground this year for whatever reason. Um, and so you're just looking at, at at a defense that there's some cohesion there. The only one sack today, it was a really, really powerful hit by Justin Jones when they kind of let him come free right up the yeah. middle put a lick on Brian Hoyer. So we all know that the pass rush needs to be more productive. We all know it needs to be to be better, but they're com now and I think Matt Eberflus has kind of found his groove as a play caller uh, in in finding out what what matches the the situation. They've been really good now for a, a handful of weeks, and I think that that momentum carries forward. This doesn't feel hollow, you know. It doesn't feel like ah, no. oh, this is just a, a one off. It feels like that that cohesion is starting to feel very real for what the what the results can be for this defense.
3: Oh yeah, I absolutely agree with you, and and I I'm with you too. I was a little nervous at the first couple plays of that first drive when you see Tyreek Stevenson matched up one-on-one against Devontae Adams and you say oh I don't know about this one (laughs) but hey you know they to their credit I guess you know the Bears weren't afraid to leave him out there and keep leaving him out there against Devontae Adams and you know we should mention Adams did drop a touchdown that maybe not the perfectly thrown ball but he absolutely Cooked He's Tyrese caught that 106 team. times yeah. in his life, you know. Yeah, like, yeah, and and so you know this is a a little bit of a different game. If that happens, you know, I don't know about I, you know. I'm just going to go ahead and bring this up. Josh Daniels kicking the field goal there
1: was <laughs> well, something. We'll take the <laughs> field goal after not taking the field yeah. goal, like literally two yeah. plays yeah. earlier. And, that like, that you was know, that I, was
3: that was that was crazy. I just I and you know like I'm happy. Obviously, I'm ecstatic the Bears won. But I mean, I was sitting here on my couch laughing. I was like, Josh, what are you doing, man?
1: <laughs> they went for it on fourth and short, and they picked up right. the first down, and then a couple plays later, you're fourth and goal, and you're like, ah, no, let's just yeah. let's just settle for the three here and get within twenty-one yeah. to six. And
3: yeah, I mean, just a general strategy thing. If your if your goal there was to make it a two-score game, just kick the field goal because right. now you just wasted two minutes of the clock, and the Bears have been moving the ball on the ground pretty well the entire game. So anyway, I digress. It was it was a really it was a really good game by the defense. Do you have any other thoughts on the defense where we give out some game balls?
1: Cause I, yeah, I was going to say like, play like play. I think, I think we got, you know, we got game balls to get to, we got three word reviews to get yeah. to. We've got a victory to, to yeah. punctuate here. This is, this feels different. So no, it's, I, it's I, I, I felt like the defense was just, again, they were just, they were just in sync most of the day. And that's really encouraging to see
3: it. Yeah. That's I think that as we've been talking about that, that secondary and that you're starting to see what the vision was for this defense when it's healthy. And we finally are getting to see them healthy. And there's a lot to really like about what they have going. The pass rush needs to be better. But if your secondary is playing that well, then then you can certainly get get by. So...
5: Stay refreshed with Taste Salud, the ultimate hydration experience. Dive into the world of agua frescas designed to elevate your day, boost your energy, stay hydrated and unwind with Salud's on-the-go stick packets, each with just one gram of sugar. Exclusive for our listeners, enjoy a 10% discount on your first order with code TASTE10 at checkout. Visit tastesalud.com for the full selection. Taste the difference with Taste Salud. Cheers to health. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch.
4: $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com.
3: All right, let's give out some game balls here. Uh, do you, I'm going to give out two because I'm going to give out David. So do you want to... Uh, you go first. I'll go second. You go great. third. All right, sounds good. <laughs> so I'll give out... Usually I give out mine first. So I'll, I'll go with my official game ball and... You know, we talked about Deontay Foreman. I gotta give it to Deontay Foreman. He to to be inactive for the weeks that he was inactive and to come out last week and and <clears throat> and you know he like I said, he said he thought he could have played better, even though I thought he played well. I mean he was dominant today. You got three touchdowns. Helping me out in fantasy football, I still want to <laughs> win that game. But, <laughs> but yeah, he gets he gets my my official game ball. He was he was awesome today. And
1: studs, he might be an answer for a while now for this offense going forward. Yeah. It's just really interesting to see. I, I'm going to give mine to Jalen Johnson on the other side of the ball. I think that uh, this dude has been. Um, motivated to make the most of this 2023 season. He knows what's on the line in the contract year. He knows ball production is part of it. So to get those two interceptions back to back within, again, a, a game span of a, something like 78 seconds or whatever it was, uh, take the other one to the house first career touchdown for Jalen Johnson. I asked him in the locker room after the game, I said, how big were your eyes when that (laughs) ball from Brian Hoyer was in the air? And he said, oh, big as hell. And as soon as he caught it, he knew he had a little block from Kyler Gordon on Adams, and he just knew that the the lineman and the quarterback weren't a problem. What a feeling as a defensive back to have a clear runway to that north end zone at Soldier Field and a chance to celebrate. And then again, studs he gets the second one on the next possession, and Jalen went up and down. Uh, the the, the sideline behind the Bears bench slapping five with fans and then took a moment to himself to kind of uh, soak in the moment and I think he understands that like look like this was a huge moment for me it was a huge moment for the team I will still emphatically say on record that the Bears have very little to no incentive to even think about taking any trade calls on Jalen Johnson before the deadline mm-hmm. in a week and a half uh, I think the 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 the, the the bottom line is they need to find common ground here and lock him in as a building block for this defense because I think we are all in agreement of what he means and and how uh, much a quality starter at that position means to the defense.
3: Yeah, I and I would absolutely agree with you. But before we give out David's game ball here, I, I think that Jalen has for a couple of years now been a really good corner. And his value has been in the fact that teams don't like to throw at him and you see what happens when a team throws at him, he gets two picks. So, and, and and also his, his ability to knock passes away is
1: elite, I think, but, yeah, he had a, you know he had a pi today, and and he he, he was willfully owned up to that and said, look, I got to be much better on that. That's a long pass play that set them up to potentially score, but comes back and and makes up for it in in, in big fashion. Yeah, and and, and this is
3: a, it's a huge pet peeve of mine: defensive backs on on balls like that. Just get your head around. You get your head around, they're going to yeah. hold the flag. Just, just yeah. that's the if I was the defensive back coach, him and Tyree Stevenson, who both got called for pi on on second and long and third and long today, get your head around. Just get your head around. Anyway, uh, final game ball, I think that David would have gone this way. I'm feeling confident that he would have gone this way. Tyson Bagent gets David Hawes game ball, and, and he deserves it. He got one from Matt Iberfuss after the game. He, again, man, it's, it cannot be understated for to, to say that a guy that was playing Division two football, undrafted free agent, comes out here and wins his first NFL start and looked as comfortable as he did. I mean, that's, that's special. It really is, and and he deserves to, to feel pretty damn good about himself tonight.
1: Yeah, and Studs, he couldn't say after the game how many friends and families came here. <laughs> I, I think I heard on the NFL Network early Sunday morning that it was uh, upwards of five dozen, uh, but, but like there were a lot, and and I, I appreciate Tyson Bajan for, for kind of being grounded within his own moment and knowing that he's a dude from a, a small town, I think with a population of like 18,000 in West Virginia. He knows yeah. – how rare it is to start a football game in the NFL. He knows how rare it is to win a game in the NFL. So I think he was really, really in a cool, balanced mindset of being like, yeah, this is awesome. Today is really fun. But then also giving the directive to the entire team, let's get back on the horse. Let's keep this momentum rolling and let's do what football teams do, which is you know, process it, squeeze all the satisfaction and meaning out of it and get on to the next one as soon as possible.
3: And we'll wrap it up with some. Uh, do you
1: want to do three word reviews? You want yeah, I've, go I've got them open right. here. I can. All right. If you've got a couple that, that suits you, we can we can bounce back and forth. But I'm going to start with Michael Gorman because I think he's on point with this. He started with overreaction monsoon week. <laughs> oh, my God. I think, God. Right. Yeah. I think yeah. we know what's coming. And yeah. I, like I said, like four times on this uh, episode, we've got to make sure we keep an electric fence around the conversation <laughs> as, as we possibly can to keep it from getting out of hand. So that one was a good one. Uh, just to go along with that, you have uh, Jake at the Bears underscore 26. He gives us Tyson MF Bajant. I think that was a thought process of a lot of Bears fans today yeah. watching that kid play. Pistol Pete, another quarterback controversy. Again, that ties into overreaction monsoon week, <laughs> which we're going into right now. Um, Kevin Carney. Echos a sentiment we both said for about 75 seconds earlier in the podcast. Raiders are terrible. Agreed, oh, God. Evan. Agreed. Um, Matthew gives us way past due. Totally agree. It's been a long time since Bears fans walked out of this building here on the lakefront feeling good about it, about things and, and having that to go. Uh, Bajant of change. That's from D. Robinson. Nice play on words. That's uh, in honor of David. He likes a nice play on words. We give him Bajant of change. Any that that, that strike you as I find a couple more here? I like you know playing on the on the theme that you've been hitting on with some of these um
3: whereas there it is. Uh from JB at J O'Neill one, Bears Backups Rule, a common conversation from the past week that we were having. Uh well executed game plan, defense wins wins games man how many how, all right i gotta look how many replies we have on this one because this has been become a theme for us how, only 178
1: that's i know, I know well they, they finally <laughs> won and it's yeah it's like a third of what we usually get at JP yeah. barrett or barrett says minimizing mistakes wins i think that's something that uh the, the bears might want to put up on a whiteboard somewhere at House hall this week and 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 learn to to cut back on the things that that create game losing mistakes uh Bagent of Fortune is one in here. Uh, I don't I like really that know what it means, but I like it. Right, exactly. Uh, a couple more here. Uh, the Matrix gives us Run the Rock. Deontay Foreman certainly did that, and it changed everything. The Bears' offensive line has been really, really good at run blocking for two seasons now, and when they can get that momentum going, and again, play the game on their terms. When you're not chasing a deficit, you have a chance to do that. Uh, Foreman a Tank from Chris Teichler, that's a good one. Um, <laughs> g- give me one more. I'll give you one more, and then we'll get out of here.
3: I like this one from at Sean likes things, Kyle Orton redux. That's actually something that a name that came up on the, on the post game show on six seventy to score a mention of Kyle Orton, just a kind of guy that managed the game and doesn't make mistakes. And I got one more. I thought I saw, Oh, uh, here we go from, from Stacy
1: signs of life. I like that. Brett Fox will give me my last one for the night. It's dink dunk defense. And that ties into your Kyle Orton thing <laughs> right there. That was the formula of Kyle Orton in 2005. And so um, look like you do what you do, right? And and so Tyson Bajan didn't try to be Justin Fields today. The bears didn't try to call a game that was catered to Justin Fields. They did something uh, that suited their rookie quarterback's strengths and again like that you can't underestimate the 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 collective team effort today in rallying around that dude and 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 making sure that they did everything they could to ensure success and and that's what this team is supposed to be it's not supposed to be a team that gets out of the gates at one and five and shoots itself in the feet every single way possible uh hopefully again like this season was never going to wind up in the playoffs but this season needs to be about meaningful progress in a lot of areas. I think that really showed some of it today and hopefully it continues going forward. Uh tough road trip next week and the week that follows road, road trips to play the chargers and the saints on tap. Let's see what the bears can do with those. Yeah. Right. And, and I don't think that
3: it, it, since you brought it up, I don't think either of us would have predicted that when the bears played the chargers, the two teams would have four wins combined. The chargers right. did not win today. And uh, they're, they're, They're doing what the Chargers do, which is be inexplicably bad when they should be good. So I know we'll we'll, we'll get to that as the week goes on. And I'm also I love that the 05 Bears come up because that team is you look up that team and I'm telling you that team played video game level defense for eight weeks right in the middle of the season no doubt and it it doesn't get talked about enough because they, you know they wa- they lost in the divisional round of the playoffs to the panthers and steve smith so good john fox years. yeah yeah but it, <laughs> it's just that that team was was an anomaly and and you know I mean, brian urlacher was defensive player of the year for a reason but
1: you know we don't <laughs> we should we'll, like mark that down for uh i guess we can't do a panthers weeks because it's a short week but like th- that discussion needs to be had at some point because there is some stuff folded within that season that that to your point like because it ended the way it did and that season isn't talked about as much as it probably should be it was also a springboard to what they did the following year which obviously yeah. is the most memorable season of the last 35 years for the Chicago Bears
3: yeah and you know it's a good way to sum up the the Bears since 1985 is the best moment <laughs> the franchise has had in my lifetime, was a kick return in a game they lost. So, anyway, <laughs> we'll go ahead. We'll we'll wrap it up there. The Bears win against the Raiders, thirty to twelve. We'll be back on Tuesday. David, will be back then for Dan Weiderer in the Chicago Bears writer for the Chicago Tribune. I am Adam Staszynski, producer of the Take the North podcast. You can catch us on the Odyssey app, you can catch us on the Six Seventy to Score YouTube page, and keep following us on Twitter at Take the North Pod. We'll catch you next time, and we'll see if the bears can keep it rolling. Great talk, see
1: you out there.
2: Have you heard of Nordic Knots? The Scandinavian rug company that has become the insider brand gracing some of the most beautiful homes around the world? With rug designs by some of the world's leading designers and a signature collection of wool and jute rugs in modern colors? But Nordic Knots is not just about great design. Their mission is to make quality rugs that last, with no compromises. Goodweave certified handmade pieces woven in all natural materials. At nordicknots.com, it's easy to find a rug that's just right. A curated collection in lots of colors and sizes to choose from. Even custom sizes are possible. So, whether you're the type who loves the understated elegance of their luxury essentials or the bold statements from their top designer collaborations, you can't really go wrong. Oh, and don't tell anyone, but right now, you can get a free sample with the code INNERCIRCLE. NordicKnots.com